0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10
1: per
2: order. Additional terms apply.
3: It is the MixCast and this is a special edition of the MixCast. We are live in Orlando for WrestleMania 33 and I'm here with my buddy... A.J. Francis,
4: former Seahawk, Washington Redskins. What's up, man? Man, it's early. (laughs) Hey, we going off. I mean, total, we got about 90 minutes sleep. You got 90 minutes sleep. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I have zero, zero.
3: We, I, I, I landed last night. I thought I would get to your house at around like I don't know, eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. What was it like, twelve thirty in the morning? Yeah.
4: Like I, I was telling everybody, it was like, yeah, you know, mix we get there at eleven. I'm like, yo, the airport, getting out of there when you need a rental car, that takes a minute, bro. There a minute? are a lot of people that need rental cars coming to Orlando. That's what, uh, and and that's when it's not WrestleMania weekend. And bro, I was walking as I was walking
3: to the the rental car place. I, I, I don't see a line. I'm like. Oh, smooth sailing. And then I realized, oh, the line is behind this giant pillar and it's fifteen <laughs> people deep. And I'm like, I'm so screwed. So screwed.
4: <laughs> yeah. But it was a uh, then we was up all night recording uh jobbing out and Yep, which is up right now. Go yeah. check
3: it out, jobbing out on iTunes and uh SoundCloud, everywhere.
4: And it was crazy. It was a dope episode. We did all our picks for Mania. Yep. And It was 2.45 next thing I knew, and and we had to be here at 6, and I was late. I ain't going to lie, but, hey. Unfortunately, all the restaurants are, too.
3: (laughs) We got here. Yeah, I was like, okay, it's 3 in the morning, and I had a couple things I wanted to wrap up before I went to bed. And next thing you know, it's like 3.45. I lie down, and I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm going to wake up if I go to bed. No, dude. So I just said, you know what? All-nighter. I'm doing this.
4: Dog, I was in bed, and that alarm went off. And for about two minutes, I laid there like, yo, Migs is lucky I love him because,
5: <laughs> <I know. laughs> because,
4: you because somebody else, early. bro. Anybody else? <laughs> You'd be like giving him a middle finger. Oh, no, man. I really feel like anybody <laughs> else, that hour and a half I got to sleep, that wouldn't have been enough. I'd have had to say, you know what? I'm going to catch y'all on the other side. And plus, we're having a couple of beers. And oh, yeah. Like, nothing that we did was smart. No, this whole plan was ill-conceived. Yes, but it's going to make for a great show. So if uh, things get weird
3: throughout this podcast, it's because a lack of sleep. Yeah, and we're looking around. We've got—I mean, we're going to be talking to a bunch of WWE superstars. I see Gallows and Anderson over here. Bray Wyatt's here. Bobby Roode, Corey Graves, yeah. Carmella. Yeah, I'm um, trying to see hit off, after
4: hit after hit. Samoa Joe. Oh my God!
3: And they're talking to everyone but us. Hey, we're not special.
4: Save the best for last. That,
3: that's what it is. Warm them up. <laughs> And we're here to finish it off.
4: Yeah, they know they they need to wake up just like we do. I don't want them here yet. Yeah, <laughs> we want you
3: guys having your minds working before you speak to us. So yeah, yeah. this is gonna be awesome. Uh, this entire mix guest is just gonna be about us talking with a bunch of WWE superstars.
4: It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: All right, we are here with Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Uh, last year, I was at uh, WWE's WrestleMania in Dallas, and we talked. Yep. Uh, and that was a year ago. You first just breaking your way into the world of NXT. Now here we are i don't know what's gonna happen at wrestlemania one year later i would imagine how's it been for you man one year later what's the experience been like what's been something that you walk away being like i wasn't expecting this just tell us what's up
6: uh it's it's it's, it's an awesome it's wrestlemania week man it's uh it's like i said it and i think i said this last year it's it's this grand pilgrimage of all the of all wwe fandom kind of converging on one area and uh celebrating what we do so uh yeah man, it's 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 definitely more of a thrill now. I think the first year when I'm dealing with this, it's always a little rough because you're kind of getting your bearings and stuff, but this year I'm I'm definitely enjoying it a lot more.
4: What I wanna know is are you guys gonna give the people what they want? Okay. Are we going to get a Triple H faction with you and Kevin Owens? This is what we the people wanna know. <laughs> because that's people what want. the people want. I, I think I speak for all the people in the world yeah, when I say damn, that.
6: He's a, he's, a, he's a spokesperson, man. <laughs> it's time. Like he, like he didn't even go with like a like a like a like a, like a certain group of people. Nah.
4: Oh, it, yeah. look, it could be it could be any man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I'm
6: <laughs> like you know, some guys, you know, they be like, listen. Left-handers really, really want this. No, nah, the that people, route. Yeah. all said, humans, all he the say, board. Yeah, yeah. anybody
4: <laughs> with <laughs> eyeballs glued
6: to everybody. The set. <laughs> everybody, everybody. Uh, so you know, me and me and Triple H, we have a, a working accord, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I've I've been uh, assisting Kevin somewhat in uh, his issues, but. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, Raw uh, the 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 week after Mania is always a, a very interesting Raw. Ooh, Many things pop yeah. off. So, Love uh, it. you know, who knows what's going to happen?
7: Ooh, some <laughs> exciting stuff. See? Uh,
3: I want to ask you. We were just talking about how AJ has been geeking out about the opportunity to interview and chat and, and, and meet a lot of guys. And AJ plays in the NFL, and he was talking about how it's cool that when like he geeks out about meeting someone that he's a fan of, then he finds out that they're a fan of his as well. Mm. Uh, for you, has there been an instance where you know, I, someone who came up to you that's a big fan of yours. You're like, "Oh crap, man! I'm a fan of yours too."
6: No, I'm way too self-deluded. To ever <laughs> be telling other people they're dope. Like, you don't not, want to make them feel. Yeah, good. It's no just, pumping it's just tires. not in my DNA. Yeah, no. Like, Those tires like are I'm black. sure some other people came here and lied to you about that, but they're just as selfish as me. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, well, don't let them. Don't let them tell you any different. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. Man. You know, like uh, I think uh, when these weeks come up, like you know, you see a lot of like wrestlers from the past that show up. That, at WWE honors and uh, it's it's really cool, man. You know, like uh, you know, I, I, like I said, I've seen him a ton of times, and you know, anytime like you know, like I saw Ricky Steamboat maybe last year so yeah. it's it's cool to see him, and I was I was talking about you know Steamboat Savage and and how that match still to this day I'll watch that. i be like, it's incredible. So yeah. it's like, you know, we see those type of performers and stuff. It's it's always uh it's always kind of a humbling deal, you know. But yeah, like you know, I you know I haven't seen any crazy radio personalities yet <laughs> <laughs> like. I'm like, dang, man, you know, but.
3: What was they talking about just today? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think you'd be like, oh, it's Steve from Seattle. KISW. Yeah. I love rock music. Yeah,
4: yeah. You're the best.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a picture <laughs> yeah.
4: when you uh, when I was played for the Dolphins. Mm. I was on the team with Paul Soliai. Uh-huh. I also played with Silver Silga and Isaac Sobuaga. Yeah. And I've m- learned through my travels that Samoan people are not only some of the. Best people that you'll find, but the most generous yeah. people
6: that you. If you're find. On, if you're on the end, yeah, yeah, that's for the thing. sure. Like, like smalls are very, very clear. Like you're on the end, and if you're not on the end, you are way you out. You are you're <laughs> way out, <laughs> way <laughs> out. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I think you know, and you know, like you know, a lot of smalls in the NFL, and and I think it's I think it's hard to go through. To, to play football in general without at least having a couple of Samoans on your team. Exactly. Like, right? Like, yeah, no matter yeah. where, like, yeah. you know, you can, you can start in Arkansas, you can start wherever, but at some point, if you're any way successful in in, in football, you're going to play with some Samoan cats. Absolutely. And we're all the same. Like, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, it's, I, I, I hate to like, I stereotype, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but that's the thing. If you're on the team, you're on the team for good. Yep. But if you're not on the team, Don't show it to practice. No No chance. They are
4: absolutely some of the baddest dudes I've ever been with. The question I was going to ask is uh, when was, because I never even heard of it until I started talking to Paul. Uh When was the last time, if ever, you had Kava?
6: Uh, Wow. Uh, Actually, it's funny. I was just bringing this up to a couple cats the other day because they were were talking about it. So last time I had Kava was actually, uh, it was a family event, you know. uh, sadder family event but we had some some uh some of the older relatives there. So yeah, they, they did the traditional kava. But it's uh Man, I recommend it, man. It's a, it's a great it's a great relaxing. Absolutely, like, uh, I, I liken it to like a nice tea, but a little bit stronger. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Re-
3: and I, I don't know much about it, but I read something that said if you mix kava with caffeine, it's a recipe
4: for
6: disaster. Yeah, yeah, it's, it don't. It's I don't know, you know anything. Don't, yeah. Like I don't even like. You just told me that. I'm like, why? Why would you do that? That's yeah, like, I want to know who opposite. the first guy
4: that came up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was just that was just not the you
6: intended going result. You are left and right, like no. Like, I, <laughs>
4: people like to mix everything. It's like oh, yeah. just
6: add caffeine to anything. Yeah, <laughs> that that's some like new age. Stuff that's yeah, yeah, trying to no. do, like something.
4: I mean, you got to mix it with. We would always mix it with Skittles when I was over at Paul Solia's house because yeah. you know it does taste like dirt, but it's yeah. the best dirt you'll ever drink yeah, in your yeah. life. It's a relaxing kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. yeah,
6: just, yeah, Like you know, it's a, it's a real. It, like, I can't. It's hard to describe. It's a Literally. very relaxing, mm-hmm. like calm. It has a very calming effect. I think is the best way to put it. So, you know, like if you got some kids, no. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> you go play. I'm going to yeah. get the kava. Yeah. I can't handle it. You know, this. a
4: true story, actually, um, Bill Belichick, when I was on the Patriots, Bill Belichick drank kava in the locker room with me and uh, Isaac Sopoaga and a bunch of other guys. And it was like one of the craziest experiences ever because I didn't expect them yeah. to be drinking kava in the locker room in the first place. Yeah. And then when Bill comes in, I'm like, oh. Yo, yo, this is well, not, not good. good. <laughs> I'm sitting around this circle. I'm like, yo, this is might end up bad. And then Bill's like, what are you doing? Drinking kava? Come get a cup. Oh, Okay, right. comes over there. So
6: we're like, oh, maybe that's oh, why it nice. worked out yeah. much better than I thought it would. Yeah.
4: Maybe that's why he's so chill during all the press conferences. yeah, yeah, that like, was,
6: oh. yeah that was the most <laughs> cerebral practice we ever had. He's like, guys, we're just gonna sit around, <laughs> talk this out.
3: You're supposed to have an intense practice. Yeah. You're yeah. Just sitting
6: back, feet up on the table, yeah. just loving life. at the other condition coach. Why are you blowing that whistle, man? You know, like,
4: <laughs> yeah, it's too harsh right now. Yeah.
3: <laughs> We're chatting with Samoa Joe, and uh, the, the theme for WrestleMania is the ultimate thrill ride. And we've been asking everybody uh, what is the most thrilling thing that you've ever done
6: outside of wrestling? Outside of wrestling? Yeah. Um, uh, so, like, I used to, when I, when I lived in California, like, full time, I used to uh, do a lot of spearfishing. Mm-hmm. and uh, I wow. remember, and like, yeah, you just, you know, like snorkel out and stuff. It's like, there's some nice little codes and stuff, and I remember uh, it was a little bit late later in the evening, probably shouldn't have been out that late, and mm-hmm. uh, kind of went down, and I remember I, I, I got a fish, and as I was coming up, a bigger,
4: <laughs> a bigger <fish>. much
6: scarier <laughs> fish came and took my fish, <laughs> and it was a shark, so I didn't really mess it. I was just like, "Yeah, that's no longer like, your you know, fish." Like it, yeah, it was really. Hell no. Yeah, it was real. It was real. Uh, it was real Debo-ish the way, it, <laughs> like, because it took it and then it like it didn't even swim way fast. It just like kind of looked at me while I had it in his mouth. I was just like, "All right." Then, yeah, you. And
4: you, then he like, "You want some wreck?"
6: Yeah, nah, I'm straight. And then you like got to You can't like you can't swim in like panicking and fast because the next thing you know it's on you. So it's like, you took it and then you have to like kind of like. I didn't even over. really want fish to yeah. I'm gonna yeah. doggy paddle over here. I don't even know what you're talking about.
5: <laughs> Just go
4: get some burgers, I guess, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was get
6: feeling up, like steak anyway. Get up, get up to the surface, I'm waving my arm like crazy. Yeah,
3: get over here, get me, man. <laughs> my buddy was telling me a story. He knew somebody, I don't even know where, I think it's in the south, where they, the way that they go fishing is they put like a pipe over their arm and put their arm in the water and wait for the fish to try and bite their arm. And once it bites their arm, that's when they pull yeah, that's, it out. That's
6: definitely in the South. That's some yeah. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> who, who thinks
4: that's a good idea? I don't know. The same dude you ever seen the the show when they stick their hand in under the, the rocks? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and grab catfish. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. there's gators down there. I'm good off all that. Turtles, too. Yeah,
6: those turtles are mean, man. I'm good off all that.
4: You talk
3: about that. We, you set up a bet. We have a bet over uh, the WrestleMania picks. We did a podcast with, with AJ. does a great podcast called Jobbing Out and, mm-hmm. and No Loser. Has to jump in. He has a, a, a house right by a pond and
6: a uh-huh. lake. Oh, yeah. He lives in Florida. Right. Yeah, me too. Everybody does, man. <laughs> okay, I, I'm from Seattle, man. Yeah.
3: I mean, it's, it's I got, different I, yeah you different not Yeah, you don't know about that pond I line. Get, yeah. that pond I are in Brooklyn yeah. and yeah. Moved yeah. To I moved Seattle. I don't know water. Um, he, we're going to jump in the water. Whoever yeah. loses at the night of WrestleMania has to jump in the water. And he's like, yeah, there's some gators there's in there. There's definitely gators. Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. Absolutely. I'm like, I'm like, but
4: if you jump in fast enough, they'll be so scared
6: they'll run away. Yeah. Tell them the length rule on gators, see? Because he'll bug out. Well, Well, yeah, he's like, oh, this one only has, like, a little gator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Three feet three feet yeah, is, really, that's nothing. a baby gator yeah, that's a baby gator yeah, like, yeah first i
4: time, see like, one in the big lake the one we're not jumping in and that's the reason we're not jumping in there oh, okay. i see one in there that was no less than nine yeah, yeah at first that's I'm a like, big bro. Yeah, you
6: stay away from that one
3: <laughs> I, like, I brought my swim trunks i'm in let's do this and then he's like well there's gators i'm like i forgot my swim trunks uh, that's
6: like, exactly. I, so i moved uh, so I, I bought a place out here living in california i remember like my first week i looked at my pond there's a big gator back there man. <laughs> yeah. I had, like you know five five foot gator and i was like so I you know, wild out. I went to my neighbor. I'm like, hey, man. Is... Hey, man. Because, you know, like, hey, you know, in California, you know, you see, like, a raccoon. They call animal services. So yeah. I'm like, hey, man, there's a gator back there, man. He's like, well, how big is it? i was like, it's a gator. Who cares how big it yeah, is? Yeah, pull out a tape. Yeah, and, paint. you know, his, his old country ass walked back there and looked. He's like. Oh, I ain't, ain't, even a big yeah, gator. ain't even a big gator.
4: And the first time I moved out here, same thing. The gator in the backyard was like two and a half feet. I was like, Yeah, yeah. Can somebody come get this? Yeah. They're like, No, nah, nah. you know, if it's not at least eight feet, they yeah, won't they, even they waste won't their time.
6: Yeah, wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and then I remember, so I actually called for gator removal one time first saying, "Guys, well, how big is it?
3: Call <laughs> <laughs> us when it grows." Yeah.
6: <laughs> With Samoa Joe, we appreciate you taking a few minutes. I know you got to run. And, Absolutely.
3: Best of luck to you, at WrestleMania. We hope we. Well, I, I would I expect that we're going to see you. According to AJ, you yeah. better show up. Yeah, yeah. I'll be I'll around. Yeah. I'll be around. Well, thank you. We really appreciate, appreciate it, guys. Thank you. All
0: right. Why did I wear these earrings?
4: Those are great earrings. <laughs> I feel like, I I think you agree. I feel like this could have easily been done like, at like nine a.m. Oh yeah, a little, a little later. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know. When my three thirty wake up call came, I'm like,
3: whew. I just said screw it and didn't go to bed.
0: Oh, that's a good idea. No,
3: I flew all the way from Seattle. Oh, first of all, we're here with Carmella. Oh,
0: oh yes. <laughs> Hello, how you doing?
3: <laughs> this is great. I would I would spell fabulous, but I know I'd screw it up because I'm not
4: working with any sleep right now you know it does kind of trip <laughs> me off because i'm so used to spelling it the way fabulous the right rappers.
0: f-a-b-o-l-o-u-s hey! yes totally <laughs> yes.
3: how's this been for you so far obviously you're up super early but I-, I don't know what time when you arrived to orlando but i would imagine it's been a whirlwind for you and i mean big things are coming wrestlemania that's got to be it's got to be surreal
0: it's totally surreal, just especially being here at Access. Uh, I was here the last two years with NXT. So to be here for my first time knowing I have a match at WrestleMania yep. for the SmackDown Women's Championship. If you told me that this time last year, I would have told you you were nuts. So it's just, it's pretty surreal to be here.
4: I just want to make sure because um, he got here last night from Seattle mm-hmm. and we recorded my podcast, Jobbing Out. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, who a friend of Jiving Out, who we've had on the show multiple times, is James Ellsworth. Oh! (laughs) And uh, uh, I want to know, will you make sure that James does everything in his power to make sure that you leave with the Women's Championship? Because I think that's what the people want.
0: Uh, of course they do, <laughs> but of course I mean I don't even think I have to tell him. He knows. He knows what he has to do. Respect. He he gets it. He knows what the deal is. He has to do whatever it takes for me to walk out that title. I'm undefeated so far this year in 2017 with oh. the help of James Ellsworth. I beat new Becky year, Lynch, you know, uh, on Tuesday with his help. So, I mean, he knows what's up. He knows the deal.
3: Yeah, we need that. <laughs>
4: definitely
3: need that. <laughs> I want to ask you, about, obviously you have, you've had a background in the world of football, and AJ currently plays for the Washington Redskins. Oh. And I thought it would be kind of funny to ask you, from your perspective, first thing that pops in your head, craziest thing you remember seeing happen, whether, you know, in the stadium. At all, like in could be on the stadium. field, could be in the stadium, wherever it may be.
0: Okay, well, I think. Well, so it was for the New England Patriots. Yes. So, New England. I'm a Seattle guy, so boo. Yeah. Uh, one of my best friends was a seagal. Um, nice. So.
4: Just run it on the one, man. It's just not that hard of a concept. It really isn't. It's just hand the ball to the big guy in the back and let him fall forward. And, you know, if he doesn't do it the first time, he's got three more chances. Yeah, yeah, whatever.
0: Um, but, So it's freezing in the winter. And I remember this one game in particular. It was this, um, the year where we went. Undefeated, eighteen and zero, and well, minus the Super Bowl, uh, but I don't want to talk about (laughs) that. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, And everyone was throwing snowballs at us, and it was, but it was hailing out, and it was so freaking cold, and people are starting to throw snowballs at the cheerleaders, oh, and it was just like, are you freaking kidding me? So then my, our coach like took us inside, and like the people that were actually nailing us got kicked out, which was great.
4: Were they at least like the other team's fans? I feel like...
0: I don't even know, honestly. <laughs> I have no idea where they were coming from, but they just thought it was cool. They were probably hammered. I don't know. <laughs> problem, you know, they're at, it's at a game, so if I understand.
4: If there's snow on the ground, and you're at a football game, you definitely had a few drinks to get to that point. Yes. Because you're not going out there sober in any way whatsoever. It is. Right? I way for several hours
0: yeah exactly <laughs>
4: warming up with alcohol <laughs> <laughs> when you when you think about the fact that you're going to be in a match at wrestlemania have the jitters started to set in because i'm a fan of the business have been my whole life and yes i play football but if i ever got to the point where i was going to have a match at wrestlemania i know i would be bugging so it's, how does it feel for you
0: it's surreal like i but the moment I got signed to NXT, that's what you're working for. You're working towards getting on Raw and SmackDown. And then the grandest stage in all, which is WrestleMania, It's like the biggest show of the year. And I've been at a Super Bowl. I've yeah. been on the sidelines at a Super Bowl. But this is just, it's like, it doesn't feel real. You know, wow. it's. it hasn't hit me, I don't think. I really don't think it will until I walk into that stadium on uh, Sunday and I just... I mean, it's starting to hit me a little bit being here and seeing like my merch. I have merchandise. Yeah, yeah. people want to buy my T-shirts. Here's what?
3: Funny. Last year, I wanted nothing more than a Carmella T-shirt. I'm <gasps> a fan of yours. Uh, I love what you were doing with Enzo and uh, Thank again. you so, so much. So I was go- I went to NXT last year in Dallas, and you didn't have any merch at that time. And I'm like, son of a bitch! My buddy makes T-shirts. I'm like, bro. I sent him a picture. You, had, uh, you were just wearing a simple black shirt that in gold letters said fabulous, right? Yep. I had him made me a shirt.
0: Oh, my said, gosh.
3: Wore it at NXT. Everybody sent me up. Where'd you get that shirt, man? I'm like, ah, shoot. I, I, should, I, I got to connect. I should have yeah, made something. I know something. somebody. Gonna, really? on the plug. So I might, I don't know if I'm the first, but I'm definitely one of the early bootleg Carmela shirt makers. Oh, my
0: gosh. <laughs> That's I'll have to take so a picture awesome. of it. I'll, I'll tweet it out Yeah, I would <laughs> love to see it. That. That's yeah. so sweet. So my
3: goal is to get a Carmella hat. Yes, that hat we have is dope. to get
0: you. Oh my yes. gosh, I think so too. I yeah. would wear that. Oh yeah, for real. In oh, I'm wearing it at a WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. Oh yes,
3: yes. My man, right here. <laughs> we were asking some people because I, I don't know if you know, but it. Uh, WrestleMania is called the ultimate thrill ride, right? Of course. <laughs> so I asked Corey this, and he had a great answer. and I'm wondering if this is about you. So we're talking with Carmella. I'm wondering for you, what is the most thrilling thing that you've ever done, and it doesn't have to do have to do anything with wrestling.
0: Ooh, gosh. Okay. So when I cheered for the New England Patriots, we uh-huh. had the opportunity to go to Afghanistan to, um, you know, visit the troops, and that was an experience that I will. Never want to do again. <laughs> Did you have to I'll fly say the, that in the, in the, we're in like, black hanger? Black Hawks, oh my and they just
3: drop right.
0: It was insane the experience that I had over. The, people won't even believe me when I tell them the things that happened. A mortar missed the Black Hawk I was in by fifty yards. Wow. So wow. that to me is like the experience. No, that's a hell of a thrill. So that yeah. I mean I don't know if that's like a good thrill, no, but like uh, to I mean, talk about that now and be like, okay, this is what happened at that time. I can be like, that's Holy an incredible. Crap. Experience. I can see how
4: that might not be quite thrilling in the situation right but to but, talk about uh, it yeah. it's like
0: cool I mean I don't know how many people could ever say that
4: yeah, not many. I, I don't think yeah. anyone on the yeah. list is <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> so that was a you know pretty crazy experience what
4: was it like when you found out that you were gonna have to split from big cast on shows and be on your own away from end zone cast and really thrive on your own which you have done Absolutely. was that a scary like thought for you at the time and how do you feel about it now
0: Totally. So a year ago, when I we found out the night at um, Takeover last year, he told Triple H told Enzo and Cass that they were going to Raw, and then he pulled me aside and told me that I wasn't going with them, uh, and that like my heart sank. You know, yeah. I would I didn't know what was going to happen. First of all, my boyfriend I, that I spend all my time with is leaving me, but at the end of the day, it's this is his dream, and I was so happy for him. Um, so, But for me, at the time, I didn't know what that meant, and I just thought, okay, well, obviously Triple H sees something in me to not just be, you know, eye candy for Castanenzo, that I actually have something to offer. And uh, I just lit a flame under myself, and I just told myself I'd work as hard as I could for the next three months, and then I debuted on SmackDown!
4: awesome and a year later both of you have your own matches i know it's
0: so cool and hopefully all of
3: you guys will be walking away with the gold yes that would be amazing nice to see you rocking the the women's championship that would be pretty awesome i know we gotta let you run uh but thank you for taking a few minutes out of your day uh, and we're looking forward to watching you wrestle on Sunday on the WWE Network for WrestleMania 33.
0: Thank you guys so much. What's
3: going on? So uh, we are here with Corey Graves. Corey, I'm pumped to get to talk to you. Um, recently, we were having uh, Baron Corbin on our show. Oh, uh, that's my he guy, right. I the studio and, yeah. uh, was B- Him and I just geeked out about music, highly suspect. And, yeah. Uh, some new band, something with a Z in it. Uh, I- uh, Zeal and Ardor. Jeez, man, yeah. that is, bro. You got to hear this music. It's like gospel meets death metal. Yeah, it's, it's what? really, really funky. It, right,
8: like when you. How hear, does that even work? It shouldn't. It shouldn't, but it does.
3: Like I saw him uh, recommend it, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna listen to it. And I sat and listened to it twice before I started my day at work. And I worked super early, and I'm like, I'm in a great mood yeah, by listening to it's this. It's fantastic. But I asked him, like, who's the guy that you bond with? Uh, with uh, among the WWE superstars that go to shows with and he said Corey Grace. Yeah, 100%. Man. Cor-
8: Corbin's one of my best friends in the world. Like, I mean, more than, than most of the world even realizes. We... It- we don't keep it a secret that we're we're super super close friends, but I, mean, I, I owe a lot to that dude. He helped me out in some in some tough times and I think the world of him and I'm so happy for all the success he's having and I still make sure, you know, every time he gets excited about like, oh hey, I'm a huge WWE superstar, I just keep telling <laughs> him oh, you're still a punk try to keep him leveled out.
4: You got to. Yeah. You know, I I always said if I ever got a chance to interview you, I would say one thing. I love your tattoos, bro. Like, oh, there's so you. many people out there. You can have them. I have tattoos, <laughs> and there's so many people out there with bad work. Uh, and you are not one of those well, people.
8: I, that's that's a testament to my friends that I know very well, that <laughs> do yeah. do fantastic work. I actually worked in a tattoo shop for a long time. Uh, okay, I was a piercer. I, I started to learn to tattoo and turns out I lack the artistic ability required, and rather than screw somebody up and put some terrible scratch on them, I was like, you know what, I'll just stick to poking holes because those will close eventually.
3: <laughs> Do you ever have to pierce any kind of strange body part? I have
8: pierced and- everything on the human anatomy. I I'll leave it at that. I, <laughs> yeah. If it can be pierced, if you can put a needle through it, I have put a mm-hmm. needle through
4: it. I wonder what Tensai would think about that. Oh,
8: Tensai, yeah. <laughs> I've made fun of Tensai. We've had plenty of conversations.
4: here. <laughs> I've been loving everything that
3: you've been doing with the WWE. I think oh, you bring you. so much energy and, and just a, a refreshing change. And I remember when you i remember watching on NXT. And I, I mean, I don't want to compare people, but you know, we always compare whether it be bands, whether it be this, whether it be mm-hmm. that. I'm like, gosh, Corey's just got—you're not Jesse Ventura, but you've got that vibe of a Jesse Ventura where you—it just sounds like everything you're saying is coming just right from you, and you just. Zero F's given. It is. And I love it.
8: And, and Well, I appreciate that. And, and a lot of that's a testament to me growing up as a fan between Bobby Heenan and Jesse Ventura. They were like, 100%. I mean, yeah. they were my heroes before I ever did any sort of commentary. I just always thought they were magic. I mean, Bobby Heenan is one of the funniest, most entertaining people to ever Without step foot on the earth, let yeah. alone in this business. And, and Jesse Ventura, man, I mean, he, he was awesome as well. Legend. Um, so, so to even be spoken in the same breath with that, I, I, it's kind of overwhelming to me, and I get freaked out, and I go, no, 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 don't give me that much credit yet. But uh, I mean, it's good to have goals to, to aspire to, and those two are definitely that. And and it is, it's me, it's me. It sounds cliche, and we all say it. It's you with the volume turned up. Well, I do a radio too. I'm well, yeah. I'm, yeah. A, I'm a sarcastic, witty jerk in real life. You know, and that's just what I do. I, my best friends. I I don't say anything nice to them, but that's why we're friends. Because <laughs> right. I, I can give it, I can take it. Thank God I have Byron there that I can bust on the whole time. Yeah, he's a saint for dealing with it. I, the um, perfect straight man. Oh, Byron's the best man. He doesn't get nearly enough credit. I, I, I he, I know he it doesn't. He doesn't bo- get bothered by it. I mean, he's a, yeah. he's a true pro. He's a close friend of mine. He knows I love him to death. It bothers me like when I'll read I'll read Twitter and people are like really negative. Like they take it to the next level, and I'm going. Oh, I do it because it's my friend, an, and it's an I'm, act. And I'm, yeah, <laughs> I have literally no malice in my heart for Byron Saxton. He's, right. he's a saint. But uh, so but yeah, without him, I wouldn't be able to be me. I, you need a good straight man, whether it be Tom Phillips, yeah. NXT, or mm-hmm. an eye of Byron, even Colts once in a while. Well, it's a protagonist and antagonist. Right, it's, right. it's important. I need a foil. Otherwise, i just go out in the left field and start rambling nonsensically. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I guess I was going to ask, how do you get yourself in the mindset to be Corey Graves on television? But it sounds like you're saying it's just you.
8: Yeah, I'm, that- I'm generally... Uh, when I'm not on television, I'm still Corey Graves with a far more profane vocabulary. <laughs> that's the hardest part is when yep. you have to you have to make it PG and, and stop saying those certain four-letter words.
3: That's why the headphones for me is gold. Yeah. It, it psychologically tells me I got to talk like I'm talking to a grandma. Yeah,
8: you know what I mean, otherwise I'm going to just start dropping f-bombs. Yeah. Beyond that, though, I mean, I've always loved this business. I, I'm so surrounded by everything WWE all the time that I don't have to prepare a lot because mm-hmm. it's just what I know. You know what I mean? Like I have, I, I, I'm workaholic, I work as much as I possibly can, and I go home, my wife always tells me, she goes, after like two days, you need to leave, because I don't want to deal with you anymore, because you're (laughs) no fun, you come home for those two days, they're great, but you need to be working, that's where I I function best, so uh, I'm loving it, man. Speaking of
4: working, you are currently working on what I think is the best new show on the WWE Network, which is Bring It to the Table. Oh, thank you, man. And... I want to know, how do you prepare for that show? Because it's completely different from any other show that the product puts out.
8: I prepare for it basically the same way as I prepare for everything else, which is not at all. (laughs) You're Uh, inner sarcastic self. Yeah, we have a little... (laughs) It's a little bit different in that it's... um, In a weird way, it's more of an informational show, yeah. so just to just kind of let everyone know what's going on. It's sort of a one-stop shop for what's hot in WWE, and, and if we can be a little controversial, my favorite thing about that is getting to work with JBL. Oh yeah, uh, John is honestly, in the last year or so, become one of my closer friends and one of my favorite people to be around. JBL is a riot all the time. He makes me laugh harder than about anybody <laughs> in the world. Uh, so to get to work, and plus he's, he's smart, he's got these stories, and he's been around and traveled with Undertaker, and all this, you know, all these... Were you really- intimidated when you first met him? Who, John? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, slightly I I was. Uh, And and he's still kind of an old school guy where uh, it it may take him a a little while to warm up to you. Mm -hmm. I remember John and, uh, ironically, also Booker T was the same way when I first started working with Booker. Mm -hmm. Um, Always always friendly, cordial, never rude or, or, you know, uh, but you could just tell you weren't, you weren't his his buddy yet, yeah. And then just I get to work with Booker on the Raw pre show for a year. I swear to God, that's the thing I miss most about the pre show is getting to spend my days with Booker. <laughs> he, awesome. he is right up there. Shucky I mean, ducky yeah. quack quack. <laughs> and, and same thing. I'm sitting here t- You'd have told me JBL would have been my guy, and Booker T is one of my favorite people. Yeah. And, but it's just it's reps and chemistry and getting to know these guys. Yeah. Once they realize that you're not just some kid trying to get famous at the expense of the yeah, boys yeah. doing the work, right? You know, and they understand they know we have a respect for the business and that I've. I've been in the ring and all that stuff, and those guys. I have learned so much from those guys. It's invaluable, and I, I can't say enough about those two.
4: When we last night, literally, we have. Uh, I was recording my podcast. We were up till two thirty in the morning mm-hmm. recording. You're a
8: braver I,
3: man I, than I. I, I yeah. shut it down early. Yeah, yeah. We, we, were, we, we were. in Seattle. We I idiots. flew to meet up with these guys and stay at his house, and yeah. got there at like midnight. And yeah. they're like, "You want a podcast?" I'm like, "Yeah, I guess you might as well. Might as well get it yeah. done." Yeah.
4: But like I said, we're total between the two of us were on like 90 minutes sleep but and he got all 90 yeah i got all 90 i got all 90 but one thing i wanted to know you're talking about booker t do you ever bring up the fact that he was once gi bro because we no. saw that <laughs> last night yeah we were watching the great american bash 2000 and he came out as gi bro he zip-lined into the yeah, well, i
8: remember all that stuff <laughs> uh, I, i'm sure he wishes we wouldn't but- Hey Booker, everyone's got something in, in yeah. their past oh, they're yeah, not sure. in love with, and I mean I don't think. And that guy is now a Hall of Famer because I guarantee you, <laughs> being a ridiculous character, that dude put a lot of zeros in his bank account. A lot. So Absol- hey, the a joke lot. is still on us. Uh, absolutely, but uh, yeah, man, I, Booker, I, I have all the respect in the world for him. I and mean, he he doesn't take himself too seriously. He <laughs> he is one of the best storytellers I know. I, I can't say enough about Booker T.
3: And we're talking with Curry Graves, and I I, I want to ask you, uh, you know, WWE is calling WrestleMania the ultimate thrill ride, uh, and uh, we're throwing it out. I hadn't known that I had to, I was not aware of that <laughs> oh okay I, I'm shocked I, I heard it once first I'm hearing of it what's the most thrilling thing that you've done outside of wrestling
8: uh, in life yeah oh my god uh, that's impossible to answer because I lived quite a life um,
3: <laughs> first one that pops in your head.
8: I jumped off of a hotel in Las Vegas. What? That's. I, it was actually within the confines of WWE because it's on my show, Culture Shock. Yeah. Uh, that they canceled and we need to get back. Um, yes. But, I yeah, agree. No, there's a, a really, really tall hotel in in Vegas, and they have this. Uh, it's not a bungee. It's just like a free fall where they you get strapped into this I don't know harness thing and you jump off like a 900 foot hotel. <laughs> So I did that. That was thrilling. Uh, in the sort of way, yeah. It was definitely... If it's not, you
4: got some weird explaining. That, right? Yeah,
8: yeah. It was. It was definitely interesting. Um, I, I'm I'm kind of a simple guy when it comes to the things that really excite me. Like I have, uh, I I get to meet a lot of like rock and roll heroes of yeah, mine, and, which is really weird to me because you know I've been around this business for so long. I don't want to say I'm jaded. I still get excited to meet the legends and people yeah. I haven't. But the wrestling world to me was always that, or I'm sorry, the the music world was that world. I was never really into like in. Right. I was a fan of, but mm-hmm. I never got to be on the other yeah. side of the curtain and, and to know some of the friends that I've made in in the rock and roll business now just just as a fan that are you know happen to be mutual fans of WWE. I was gonna say it's got to
3: be a cool moment when yeah. you realize that the person that you're a fan of
8: is also. a fan of yours. like, let's talk about AJ. He plays for the Washington Redskins, so yeah. there's a
3: lot of times. Where he meets certain people that he is a big fan of, and then they find out he's in the NFL, and they're like, "Oh my gosh!" Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, It's like yeah. That, that moment.
8: Yeah,
4: like and literally all of these interviews have. Been fanboying out, but I've been trying to keep it. <laughs> you're doing you doing know, all right? Yeah, you know, I've been trying to keep doing it. doing all right? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to keep it to a minimum. But yeah, I've, I've literally been sitting here like every single time somebody walks by. When you sat down, I was like, "Yo, this is awesome." Because for my money, I will honestly say this, and I, you want to talk about bringing it to the table? I will bring it to the table. I think that you are the best on air. Um, commentator since Jr. Personally, I think that you are entertaining. You won't find me disagreeing. I, I would think you are entertaining to a level that no one else has mastered in a very long time. And I, especially coming from the fact that I remember watching the ESPN special oh, and yeah. seeing you transition from a wrestler to a commentator and being so open to it, and I, in the back of my mind, I'm like, "Yo, I, you know, I really hope this works out for him because I, I think this could be really good." And sure as sugar. Yep. Thank you.
8: Well, thank you very much. I appreciate the compliment. I I don't know why I still get uncomfortable when people compliment me. Yeah, I'm like, oh, no. yeah. I'm such a villain at heart, right? Yeah. Three. F no, you, man. But uh, yeah, it was it's weird. You know, I, I'm not one to believe in in luck or fate or anything like that. But having gone through what I went through and getting shut down and kind of having my dream taken from me, I didn't have high hopes. I never thought, you know, what I'm gonna be great at commentary. I went. It's a way to squeak out a paycheck yeah. for another couple of years and right? figure out what's next for my family. You know what I mean? It was more or less, that that was my mindset. Like, let me and figure then, this out. And then you find your calling. And then, yeah, here we go. Little did I know that I was more valuable behind the microphone <laughs> than in front of the camera, which I'm cool with, man. I, I feel great in the yeah, morning. I'm I wake saying, up now, my body doesn't stress.
4: hurt.
8: I don't have to worry about my diet. I don't have to worry about working out. <laughs> I can just do whatever I want. I get to wear a suit. You know, it's, it's got its perks.
3: Has there been a time where you, because uh, obviously you guys are doing live television and you're there are going to be times you're going to say something maybe that's not taken well. Have you ever gotten
8: in trouble for something that you've said behind the scenes? I wouldn't say, no, not trouble. I've been, uh, the, the the harshest critics, of course, are Twitter. Oh. Uh,
4: They've <laughs> just, they just way, Welcome for to you. 2017. Any one yeah.
8: thing that like they can prove that, they were, the, the worst like of a the worst. Correction. Like, if they can correct you, I'm cool with taking correction. Like, if I yeah. get a date wrong or something, cool, like I'm not mad. But it's always like, no, it happened on this date, well, idiot. Well, I, actually, wait a minute. Why, I, why can't you just correct me yeah, and be nice about it? Do you realize how much stuff is going on in my brain at any given moment that I forgot? Like, you know, I, I call mm-hmm. three hours of wrestling a week, and I right. forgot what happened 13 years ago. I suck.
4: Um,
8: <laughs> we were going to talk to yeah, you about that. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> No, I, I I haven't gotten really any sort of any sort of reprimands or anything. Yeah. I, I I test the waters from time to time. I'll you know That's what see makes if I you get good. away with things. Yeah. And sometimes I sometimes it's just obscure enough that no one really knows what I'm talking about unless you know what I'm really talking yeah. about. So I stick with that. But uh, yeah, things are cool. Well, right
3: on. We appreciate yeah. you
8: uh, joining us and uh,
3: looking forward to hearing you call some matches.
8: Well, thank you guys for having me. Good yes. luck, and I will see you maybe next year or Absolutely.
4: if not before. Absolutely,
8: yes. cool. We have the Queen with us. That's right,
3: Charlotte yes, is with the us. Queen
4: herself, may she reign.
3: I always love. Well, we need to start things off. This is my friend AJ. He I plays do. with the Washington Redskins, and yes. he's been okay. hanging out with me all morning. Yep. And I, I've now taken over his house, so I'm staying there. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, last night, I was impressed by the socks that he was wearing because he had some NWO socks on. But yeah. now, yes, has... this is not on. Purpose.
9: Are you wearing the Nature Boy socks? Woo! Oh, those are so cool. Oh, have you seen the pink ones? Those are awesome. Oh, yes. oh
4: you have. Okay, uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I saw them at, um, I, I saw the both pairs at the yeah. fight shop at uh, in Vegas, and I ended up getting these ones because I had the pink but ones look like the Bret great. Hart ones I bought. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, but these ones are, yo.
9: No, those are awesome. Yeah. They, um, just sent me some Pumas.
4: Oh, him. I heard about these Ooh. limited edition
9: ones. Yeah. Because
3: yeah. your your pops is going to be doing something with Foot, with foot, lock, foot Locker or... Yeah. Have they announced that? I heard it on I a, I a, say that. uh T. Uh, uh, Pete. I heard that. Okay, okay, about it. okay, so, good. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I think
9: it's right. okay. I'm like, I, okay. I him, he was talking oh, about it
3: with uh, Jim Ross on uh, Jim's. Podcast. Okay, sure. yeah, <sighs> you're fine. But, yeah,
9: but I got a pair. But I'm always wondering, like, is it weird that I'm wearing shoes? My dad, <laughs> on My feet is that awkward? No, it's okay. actually way more awesome. <laughs> it's just than the you '80s, the the bright colors. and everything. Oh yes. It's fun.
4: Uh, I would wear shoes with my own face on them, so I don't think it's weird at all. Okay. I mean, I think it's I think it's much weirder than I'm okay, wearing... Okay,
9: that was good. Right? I think it's
4: much weirder than I'm wearing your father's face on my socks. You <laughs> not, know what I'm saying? No. Like, to me, that's... Like, in this situation, when you're across the table, to me, that's weirder for me to be wearing it with your dad. Oh, if you was rocking no. the Pumas, yeah. See, I need a pair of those, but I don't think they make them my size. That's the problem. What size do you wear? 15. Oh. Yeah, that's not yeah, pretty. I'm not sure they
9: especially make them. Oh. Yeah,
4: Maybe. Or just cut a hole and it could be like yeah. sandals. Or I'll just cut my toes yeah, off and get a 12. just
9: out. <laughs> <laughs> just cut
4: them all off and just get or I just a Or just cut
9: off the back and make it like a yeah. slipper.
4: That would also work. i just slide my foot in yeah. and just hang off the back like a chancleta. Exactly. <laughs> How excited are you for WrestleMania? Last
3: year you guys stole the show. And now, now what's going to happen? We don't know, but I would imagine that it's going to be another epic match for you at WrestleMania.
9: I, I think the pressure, though. Knowing yeah. I'm nervous because last year went so well. Oh, it was amazing. Um, so it adds to like, how are we going to top last year? And that's like the only thing that's going through my mind. Um, but I'm super I, excited and I'm happy, you know, not happy in terms of it'll be harder to win my title back, but the dynamics of a four-way, um,
4: yeah. it's really cool. I'm so excited to see where you come, because every big match you always come up with that moonsault. And I'm, I'm excited to see where it's going to come from. This Sunday. I, know, I know you probably got something in store, and it's going to be crazy. It always is. I am so excited to see what you do with that. Because you only bring it out in the big matches, and every time you do, it just adds to, pun intended, the flair of the match. <laughs> and, and it it's just, it separates how you perform. Well, Like you always say, you're the queen of pay-per-view. You really are. Like, when you go out and you put these matches on on pay-per-view, thank you. they end up being... I mean, how many matches with Sasha Banks last year? You think could have been match of the year?
3: Oh my gosh, three, quit four, yeah.
4: I, no, I mean, yeah. off top, oh, and that the doesn't. Raw one, the, yeah, that, yeah, that was
9: right. awesome. That was then, really then cool. you throw in yeah.
4: the triple threat match at Mania. I mean, mm-hmm. you have you have a like just like your. I mean, I hate to say this, but just like your father, you have a history of making great match after great match after great match, and that's what separates you from a lot of other women in the division, and it makes you stand out. Even no, though all the there's women a lot. Are doing oh so. no, they are, but. I think that, to me personally, I think that you are in a class above everyone else. My well, personal opinion.
9: Well, I, I mean, you're only as good as your opponent. That is true. Um, so a lot of that credit goes to my Sasha, whoever I'm yes, in the ring correct. with. Yep. But um, for me, it's just a matter of uh, I never, wa- I, well, never. I just don't want to get complacent. Like I feel yes. like I have to get better every time I'm on TV. I know that's like. <laughs> I know we're on TV every week, but I just think like, what I need, you know, this can be better. This can be better. And it's just the constant obsession for perfection. Yes. And um, that is my, like, I don't know. I just, I never think that I've reached that. It's just got to keep getting better.
4: Do you think that. Like I've said this on, he's been on my podcast before, and with my other guys that are not here. But I've said it before for my money. For the past year, you've been the best heel in WWE, male or female, oh, and I yeah. and I will say that to anyone. Do you see that? Like when you take on that role, and you're like, I want to be the most hated person in the building. How do you get in that headspace? Like how because you're not that person right now. Yeah, I it was tell. really
9: hard. Um, it actually came from a lot of frustration. It was more. I had debuted, and I was like, this is not what I'm <laughs> supposed to be, because I was a heel in NXT, and yeah. then, you know, they they started to like me because, you know, they grew to, they NXT saw me grow from ne- my first match to my match with Natty, so, um, also, you know, being able to stick to a character like i wanted to stick to being a bad guy i needed to come out and wanted people to hate me and that's a matter of just staying consistent yeah and it's separating like okay you're just playing a character just because they you know they're yelling certain things or booing you know it's not you and it's being Um, able to shut that off and realize you know the more you can get them to hate you the better it is for it, it, it's, both people. Anyway. the Everybody wins. Everybody yes. wins. Yes. Absolutely. You win your opponent. Mm-hmm. Win. I mean, so and
4: honestly, a lot of times when you're the most hated person in the building, nobody wins more than your opponent. Like the, the, no, everyone wants them to beat you. Yeah. Everyone. And it just works for everyone.
3: Well, yeah. I know we got to let you run because obviously oh, yeah. there's a million things going For on. For sure. Uh, one last quick question. I, I listened to your pops on uh, Jim Ross's podcast. He mentioned something about you I thought was pretty funny. I was hoping I'd run into you here. Oh, to ask you. no. He said that he's like, My daughter is financially responsible, unlike her pops. Was there ever a moment where you were like, Dad, what are you spending money on? Like, where you're like, Wow, what? why did you spend money he on She was probably that?
9: spending it on the kids. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm very conservative frugal <laughs> that's smart other than my robes but i'm like oh, i'll make the investment back one day
4: <laughs> yeah. you'll, sell the, you'll sell them in 10 years and make way more than you for. but them.
9: you know what the and the, in, in <laughs> fairness though to. my dad lives every day like it's his last yeah and you can't say that you meet m- many people like that and i that's what i admire about him yeah like i'm always like this little stress ball and my dad's like it'll work out hey, it'll work out live it's like it's so um i wish i could be like that in a way
3: well, we appreciate you taking a few minutes. Yo, thanks and, for having uh, looking me. Looking forward to seeing what happens at WrestleMania. Oh, thank we, you absolutely. so much. Best of luck to you.
1: Thanks, guys. Thank you. Hey, what up, guys?
3: How's it going?
1: Good. Hi, Nikki. Nice
3: to, Nikki Good to nice to meet you. Nikki, nice to meet All right. We are here with Nikki Bella. Hello.
1: Hello. What's star up? star of Total yes. Bellas. Yes. I like that. <laughs> that is right.
3: Now, I, I don't know if we could have this interview happen because I know you're an Eagles fan, right?
1: Die hard Eagles, baby. Well,
3: you've got an arch rival right here because yeah. my friend AJ <gasps> plays for the Washington
10: Redskins. Yes. Oh,
4: man. So, and I you know, actually, in the preseason um, of last year, I was on Tampa Bay. And um, I actually was the person that hurt Carson Wentz ribs, so I feel bad. You know what I'm saying? So it's you like,
1: should. I feel like I need to walk away. <laughs> about to say she's gonna walk away. I feel now. like I'm nice. being disloyal. Right? Yeah. Eagles, I'm so sorry. Just know yeah. I'm doing this for WrestleMania, but I love you guys.
3: <laughs> That'd be great. If you're like you yeah. jerk, and then yes. leave.
1: <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie. I love Coach Reed too. So mm.
4: yeah, he's a great. I mean, he's a great guy. When I met him in Kansas City, he was, he's absolutely great.
1: Yeah.
3: So how's has this been going for you so far? It's got to be a whirlwind of just press and oh, just show up to Orlando and go.
1: Yes, it literally, so I got here yesterday and it's just been insane the whole time. But that's what I love about WrestleMania week. Like, even though we're always on no sleep and by the time you get to Sunday, you're like, oh, now I got to go do the biggest match of my life. <laughs> yep. But it's just like everyone worldwide realizes how important it is. And everyone comes here from all over the world and they just want to soak it in. So I love it.
3: And you guys have a match that I mean, I know that's the match I'm so excited yeah. to see. Yeah, the build-up, the, build up, the best know.
4: build of thank any WrestleMania match, period.
1: Oh, thank period. you, guys. Yeah. You know what? I've learned so much doing this. Um, you know, when they told me a few months ago, like, this is what you're doing, at first I was like, "Oh, John, I'm sorry. Are you okay? Like, are you going to be okay with this match? Because I felt like I was taking away Mania, and he was so pumped. But I realized is we took something that maybe people were like, oh, whatever, and we made people invested. And we knew we That's had true. to get real. Yeah. And it got real. It got real. Yeah.
4: Real fast. What's, you
1: all saw Tuesday Night, right? Yeah. Tuesday, was Tuesday Night was crazy. I had front row seats to the roast. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hell yeah. I remember,
4: uh, we were talking about it last <laughs> night on, my, po- on uh, my podcast. He was on, um, it's called Jobbing Out, and we were talking about the fact that the whole, the fake... Episodes of Total Bella's was great that they were doing. It was, I mean, it might not have been great for you, but no, I laughed. It was, I laughed. It was, (laughs) it was great to watch it. It was amazing. And then, I, I remember the final episode. I was like, "Yo, I don't know what John and Nikki are going to say coming out after that, but this is going to be rough." And John went out to have. Probably, if not the best, definitely one of the best promos he's ever done, and definitely oh, the yeah. best since he was feuding with The Rock, and he called out The Rock about writing his. Oh my God! Promo how good was that? Like, except like since then, it was crazy. Yeah, and I can't believe that. It got to this point from a feud that a lot of people, like I always thought the feud was going to be great. Yeah. Um, strictly because it's John Cena, it's right. The Miz, you and Maurice both do great work as well. Oh, well thank so you. There's, there's so many people in the feud that are actual great performers that there was no way it wouldn't be great. But the fact that you guys have had this build to this point, how does that feel for you?
1: Oh, it feels incredible. Like I've just, I mean, I have been on cloud nine, but it's made me even more excited for like everything. And I just, I feel so grateful and fortunate. Like, I mean, you know. At the end of the day, like I'm the luckiest girl in the world because I get to go to the grandest stage of them all yeah. with my man. Yeah, like who right. can say that? Like I get to be next to the love of my you life. You and
4: Miss Elizabeth. That's yeah, about Yeah, exactly. I was stoked to go, right? go out- <laughs> yeah, to go to
3: Hawaii with my wife and go on a helicopter tour. I'm like, we're falling.
1: Yeah. We're not walking <laughs> I'm out I'm going to WrestleMania. Wait, you're walking
3: kidding. out a ramp <laughs> in front of like 70,000 people. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. That's ballin'. Well,
1: And then it was cute. I go, I'm John. So I have something silly to ask you. And he's like, uh, what? I'm like, so about our entrance, I was thinking, and he's like, Nicole, we'll just keep it simple. I'm like, no, 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 I think maybe we can do this or do that. Like, yeah. I had all these crazy ideas, and he's just looking at me like, wow. But I'm just, I'm so insanely excited. Yeah,
4: and I, I just wanted to say, i we were talking about it off, off the air. Um, I have so much respect for you Aww. as a performer, strictly because you came in not as a wrestler. You came yeah. in as a model. Yeah. And there's a lot of women that come in. I'm a fan of the sport. There's a lot of women. And not just women. There's football players that come in and just ride off that yeah. laurel as well. And you came in as a model. And you came in and learned the business and became yeah. a fantastic in-ring performer. Oh. And that doesn't always happen. And yeah. i got to give you your props for that because that doesn't happen as often as it should. Oh. And you got to get your props for that. Absolutely. Thank you
1: so much. That means so much. Because I feel like... You know, especially being a heel for so long, there's such a perception of me and my sister. Yeah. And um, we we love this business. I love to wrestle. At the end of the day, like, you could take away all the glam. I love wrestling. Yeah. But because of the perception and the kind of girls they like us to yeah. play, there's always been such a perception of my sister and I. And not that I need to get the credit, because I get it from the people that I need it mm-hmm. who are behind the scenes. But you bust but your ass.
3: You, wanna, you do. You, you work I mean, I hard. I broke
1: my neck in that damn ring. Yes. Right. You want
3: to be recognized for that. Right. And, and, and uh, it's got to feel good to see... People coming yes. out, like, and like AJ and myself, it. who, yeah. when when you're in the ring and when you're on television, I'm not fast-forwarding, because I know it's going to be an entertaining match and, 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 and that, tell great stories in the ring, and it's badass. You. And it didn't thank just
4: start, so because that build to SummerSlam with Stephanie was incredible. Oh, yeah. so we have no question. <laughs> I gives me chills
1: <laughs> now. <laughs> that was, like, so insane. Yeah. Like, And, you know, it's already... Like intimidating being in there with your boss and having to do that. And Brie, I mean, she had to start cutting promos with Stephanie and Triple H. And it's like, hey, kid, here you go. And it was like, here's the "Um, lines. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I know when I
3: goof on my boss, there's a line where I'm like, oh boy, I went too far. Yeah. Am I (laughs) I
1: going to be fired after this? Oh boy. And that would go through our heads like, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't do our facials too much because they're going to be like, oh, taking advantage. So I'd be like, because I didn't want to be like, yeah. And then they're like, you're out of here. It was just... I mean, but that was so fun. Oh. You
3: mentioned that, uh, the, the, obviously, we've been loving the, the, the build for this match. And you said it's got real. What moment was it where you felt like, okay, maybe we're going a little too far? Whether it be something that you guys said or something that Miz and, and Marie said?
1: Um, you know... I think it went too far right from the beginning. And I mean, yeah. right yeah. when you <laughs> gave them a mic, they just went right in. They, Yeah. And it was first, like.
4: At first talking smack right out there, it was
1: just There crazy. you go. Crazy. Yeah. Right yeah. off the top. And, you know, I think, I mean, there's already been that tension with Maurice and I for so many years mm-hmm. and you got to see a little bit on Total Divas, but it, it was like literally like, here's the playground, go ahead, kids, like, you know, say what you want. And so I felt like it got extremely real well that first night. First night the story started.
4: And it was, what's funny to me is the fact that uh, when you guys keep bringing up, like, the best thing about the feud is the fact that even though when Miz and Maurice say something and it hits a chord and it might be funny or it might be serious, but it's a real moment, and then you and John can both flip it and be like, like when they brought up, well, I don't like her because she kept me out of here. And they're like, well... You're here now, so if I yeah. Yeah. you know if, if I didn't want you here, you still you're, wouldn't be here. Exactly. Like, he's still John Cena, So realistically, if he really didn't want you here, like
1: you yeah. <laughs> wouldn't
4: be here, you know what I'm
1: saying? So I I blocked it when I was unemployed. I didn't have a contract either. Company didn't know I was with John, but now I have how many season Total Divas under my belt, executive producer of Total Divas and Total Bellas, and I've been with this man living with him for five years, and now you can be back? Like if I blocked it then, why the hell wouldn't I block yeah, it now? Right now. now you got boy, I got you way know, more. I mean, yeah. yeah. I about pool. Yeah. I got the
4: juice. Yeah, line. yeah. I don't know what you
3: thinking? So and I, I got to thank you for Total Bellas and Total Divas Aww, because thanks. my that made my wife like wrestling yeah totally it was like she always tolerated it like yeah. i thought the one of the greatest moments i realized i married the right woman when she was able to say the best there is the best there was the best oh there.
1: my <laughs> god i love that and like, wait, wait and
3: she's like i guess i'm picking up on this this is weird but when so she started cute. watching Toto Bellas and divas and she's just like i love this show that's so cool and it's appointment watching for us and it's you know it's turned a corner for her where she's like enjoys watching you guys wrestle yeah and, so it's cool i think it's that's awesome cool it's I,
1: awesome. I hear that a lot from men and that's what makes me so happy because you know when we first started like when we were in the talks and doing the reality show, it was because we, like, Bree and I talked about this, we wanted people to see, like, how hard the women worked at yep. WWE. Like, it was always about the men. And yeah. we're like, damn, we work just as hard as these guys. And... We wanted people to appreciate us as female wrestlers, not just, like, whatever else we're doing in our life. Yeah. And that's been the cool part is it's been women, Was Total like,
4: Divas your—you guys' idea?
1: Well, so, when Brie and I had—when le- uh, we left for those 11 months, because mm-hmm. we were over two-minute matches. Like, when our contracts yeah. were up, they wanted us to resign. I was like, for two-minute matches? Right. Like, we asked them, like, what were the—what I- are, what are your ideas for us? There wasn't any. And, like, at that point, they would never let Brie and I do anything separate. It was always twins, so that's why they never let us wrestle, because unless it was for tag team matches yeah. or whatever. But um, we had spoke to E about a reality show, and so um, when we spoke to them, we didn't hear anything back for a while, and then it was d- there was people at WWE that had talked to E about a show, and they were like, well, hey, well, we want to do that with the Bella Twins. Mm-hmm. like We want to make sure they're part of it. And they're like, well, the Bella Twins right now don't work here, so they had to reach out to us like, wow. hey, look. Wow. We know this, we want you guys back. And so, you know, we had to like discuss and talk about it. But yeah, that's how all that happened. Wow. It's crazy.
3: Well, I know we got to let you run, but thank you yeah. so much. Thank Look you, at, guys. I, I, like, we're not just saying this is because you're sitting in front of us. Like, We talked about it last night ad nauseum. Cannot wait for the match on
4: Sunday. Yes. That it,
1: means so much I, to it's me. It's going to be
3: massive. I, I can only
4: imagine. Huge. Yes.
1: There might be blood. That's right. I'm sorry, Vince. There might be oh blood. Oh, my God. If you bad.
4: come out with yeah. a crimson mask, I might lose my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Nikki Bella, thank you so much Russ
1: for McCullers hanging with <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you, guys.
3: All right, we are here hanging out with the boys in DIY, Tommaso Ciampa and also Johnny Gargano. And we were just talking before you guys got over here. We were reminiscing our own personal connection with you guys. So it's crazy because you're going to be at WrestleMania, uh, NXT. And last year, I saw you wrestle after WrestleMania um, with uh, Candice LeRae and and Joey Ryan in front of a couple hundred people. It's got to be a trip to go from, you know, wrestling at like one in the morning (laughs) to now being a part of a big match at NXT
7: it's pretty wild Uh, I know last year uh, it was our first kind of taste of NXT WrestleMania weekend. We did access. We did the TV tapings for NXT. I myself personally had uh, an indie show that afternoon. Yeah. And ran over to NXT tapings. Did that, and then had another indie show after that. Wow. Uh, so I was kind of kind of hectic then. So I didn't get to take everything in. But now I'm here today, and I'm looking around. I'm like, this is this is amazing. This yeah. is this is Disneyland for a wrestling fan. Absolutely. It's uh, absolutely fantastic. So you're not fantastic. bored, then? No, 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 no never. Uh, but uh, yeah, like it, it, it's different. Like I know, like you said last year, I wrestled at. Midnight or yep. like twelve thirty yeah. after WrestleMania, yeah,
3: it was awesome. I that was one of the most fun matches. Just nights, You know, I mean, I'm like, I told my wife, she's like, you're insane. So you're gonna go from WrestleMania and then jump on over to an I indie know we show, were, and I'm like,
7: like, it was a great time. As like re- as wrestlers, we were, we we're like, is anyone gonna actually come? <laughs> like, yeah. like they just saw WrestleMania, which is the biggest show, not just of the weekend, but in wrestling, <laughs> and they're gonna go and see it more shows. But I think that just shows you the passion, the drive uh, of wrestling Wrestling fans, mm-hmm. This is a special weekend. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sort of thing. When you're here, WrestleMania weekend, it's to have fun. And that's Absolutely. the key word here. Have fun.
4: You know, it's crazy because then I also have a connection with you uh, because I used to, when I was in college, I played at the University of Maryland, and I used to come to Duburn's Arena at least once a month to watch you wrestle for Ring of Honor and be with... Uh, in the House of Truth, and then five years later at WrestleMania Access getting to interview you before what could possibly be one of the biggest moments of your career to this point. How did that transition feel for you? It was uh,
10: the transition from Ring of Honor to WWE and NXT and, and, and just in general to get to here was more of just like kind of like a gamble game of bet on yourself you know I, I say that a lot to guys when they ask me for advice or anything in wrestling it's like in this this sport you just have to have a, a certain amount of confidence where you have, you have to be a risk taker and that's what a lot of the journey is to get to this point it's understanding who you are as a person and just taking a chance and hoping for the best and you know us two joining the dusty classic as a tag team for the first time ever On this stage with NXT, where the best competition in the world is, was a gamble. And it's paid off pretty well for us, you know. And now here we are, a day away from our opportunity to become two-time NXT Tag Team Champions at TakeOver in front of 15,000 people. And it's been a wild ride.
4: And I will absolutely be there for that.
10: Oh hell yeah. <laughs> you
3: know, I mean, as you can tell we're marginal wrestling, yes. yeah. To, oh so I mean. we? I mean,
4: Clearly <laughs> it's I used to go like like to a hobby. Yeah. You, yeah. Anybody <laughs> who's ever seen a show at Dew Burns <laughs> Arena knows that you gotta be a real wrestling fan. Today. It's a, literally an indoor soccer arena. And uh, they surround it and they actually have a really good setup. They had some cage matches in there. It was crazy, but it's so funny walking in because the Baltimore Blast, which is a minor league indoor hockey team, plays in there and I've seen them play in there. And then when you go there and watch wrestling, it's like the same building, but like an absolutely completely different building. The, <laughs> the atmosphere, the atmosphere, atmosphere in that place is, is completely yeah, crazy. That was one of my favorite
10: venues. We talk about it a lot, like the difference uh, being here and stuff that, like, you can only appreciate if you did the grind and the independent Absolutely. scene, like, having a car service or having <laughs> catering or having showers. At a, uh, a lot. It's, yeah, it's yeah. real wild, you know. And even now, like, we just a lot of times sit back and just appreciate things, especially when we take tours overseas and stuff. Like, when we went to Australia and Japan and all that, it's just... It's amazing to have so many people looking out for you and helping you Absolutely. with your itinerary and getting around and stuff. It, it really takes a lot of the pressure and the stress off. So it's like and it, it just, lets you
4: perform. Yeah,
10: it lets you focus on the most important <laughs> stuff. Exactly.
3: Right? No, and, and for you guys, I mean. I, have you noticed that mentally did you have to prepare differently for jumping into the world of like NXT and the world of wWE was there a big transition now or like or was it just you know okay, this is we just continue to
7: do what we do or yeah, I mean we've been doing this for a very long time at this point I yeah. mean, we've been doing this individually for twelve years uh, like I said we, we were singles guys before we got here. Uh, I think mentally it's kind of different to be in a tag team mm-hmm. uh, you kind of have to prepare a little differently that way, uh, but other than that, I feel it's business as usual um. For me, I know that this was always a dream of mine. I know Tommaso. This is always a dream of his. So when you're here, it's kind of like, okay, the work hasn't started. Like, the work hasn't started yet. Mm -hmm. It's just you got here. You got your foot in the door. Now it's about showing the world what you can do. And I think at NXT TakeOver Orlando, we're excited to show the world what we can do.
4: How long after you guys, as you mentioned, you guys got together at the Dusty Classic, how long after that did you guys realize, yo... We might have caught lightning in a bottle. This really might be something that is going to propel us to another level, which you immediately
7: did. It well, didn't feel that way for a while, I don't think.
4: The, the first time, I think,
10: we had a match with uh, with uh, Alpha yep. mm-hmm. on NXT television. Yep. That's the first time I, I remember coming off of a match in a tag team setting mm-hmm. and going, all right, I'm I'm starting to get this a little bit because there's like there's a cadence and a pace to to being a singles wrestler yeah. and there's this comfort uh, it, it's it's you and your opponent and you you control everything that happens in that match for the most part Absolutely. and there's a difference in tag team wrestling that alpha match though feeling the energy and feeling the pace and the cadence I was like okay I think there might be something there uh, but it was I'd say Brooklyn. Takeover Brooklyn. Brooklyn, yeah. Takeover yeah. Brooklyn. That, yeah. Was, that was that was special. That was, that was DIYs the moment. coming
7: out party. I think,
10: yeah, and, uh, and that's what we viewed it as too. Yeah. We were, we wanted so badly. We since, wanted to be on a takeover since coming to NXT. Yep. We said we just want one takeover opportunity, and we'll never be left off another one. Yep. We did Brooklyn. Yep. And then we did Toronto. Yeah. And then San Antonio. <laughs> and Antonio now and we're here doing we Orlando. Are. And uh, last year we were just part of Access, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, Access is amazing yeah. in it its own right, but. When we did it...
7: At that time, that was a goal. You wanted to yeah, be on access. And
10: I tweeted right after it a photo from us in the ring that night, and I said, 2016 access, 2017 takeover, 2018 WrestleMania. And DIY, that's what we want. And we, you're on we, track.
3: We're on track. <laughs> like it. So then once, uh, you accomplished that goal, then what's next? What's the next goal in your guys' mind?
10: I, personally, I, I, want, I want us to main event a takeover. Yeah. The women's had a revolution yeah. and the the tag That's team revolution is going on right now, but it's it just hasn't quite hit that peak where it main events. Yep. And I want that. I want us to main event I takeover over so badly.
7: Not going to not going to us and revival from Toronto to other Revolves, was voted the match of the year. Yes.
4: Rightfully so.
7: You're <laughs> <laughs> saying we have a certain level of chemistry with the revival. Oh, Will yeah. be a part of the Ooh. Triple Threat tag team match this uh, this Saturday, and yeah. uh, I don't know us and Revival. It's, uh, it's I think we're destined to do this forever. It feels like, <laughs> <laughs>
3: apparently. Do you look forward to a chance and possibly squaring off against
10: each other again? Look forward to it? No. <laughs> okay. yeah. You know, you I, to? I look forward to becoming two-time NXT tag team champions. Yeah. It, it's it's
7: we don't like I mean we don't you- like the revival but we definitely respect the revival yeah we respect what they do I mean for what they've done for NXT I mean they you can't take that away from them yeah they they, they they say they're the MVPs of NXT I mean that's to be debated but I mean they definitely are I think for my money one of the best tag teams in the world
10: yeah
7: 100%. without a shadow of a doubt they're incredibly good at what they do and uh yeah I mean I I don't know about excited about getting in the ring with them again but
10: I think it, the question it, was actually getting in the ring versus you, each other. You guys, oh, each other again? Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. because, oh, because, because uh, that's why I, I said of, not looking forward to oh, speak, Speaking, <laughs> no, speaking oh, of like, the match you guys had together, oh yeah, at the Cruiserweight Classic, was, yeah, uh,
4: it was one of those moments. Like I was watching the match, and I watched the, the entire Cruiserweight Classic, and for my money, of all the things WWE has done on the <laughs> WWE Network, nothing is better beginning to end than the Cruiserweight Classic. That, in and of itself, revolutionized how I viewed. Yep. It the was, network, it how it could a, be used yeah. It was like a vision <laughs> yeah.
10: of, of Hunter and, and, and Mr. Regal, and it was like, I mean, spot on if you're a purist in pro wrestling, yeah. what you want pro wrestling to be. It yep. really was.
4: Like, I, I watch a lot. I watch independent wrestling, but I don't watch all independent wrestling. So the thing that I love most about... Um, the Cruiserweight Classic was getting to see guys that I had never seen before, like Grand Talik. I had never seen him before. Was there anyone that you guys met there that you hadn't wrestled with before, and you saw, wow, this guy's actually really good? It's
7: funny because we pretty much knew almost everybody in the
10: Cruiserweight Classic. <laughs> that locker room was a
7: blast. It was amazing because, yeah. like, for us personally, like, we said that we've been doing this for like twelve years. A lot of guys have been doing this just as long as us, and like, they they haven't had their break yet. The Cruiserweight Classic was the break for a lot of guys. Yeah, I mean, a guy like Tony Neese, a guy like yep. Zack Saber Jr., Jack Gallagher, a guy like Jack. Jack Gallagher. Uh, so many guys took that opportunity and just ran with it, and like that's awesome. I mean, that, I mean that's that's awesome for us to see our friends go out and you know, achieve their dreams. And it's super cool that so many guys are being brought in now in in different ways and different roles that you know that you wouldn't. See You see a guy like that, and you're like, "Ah, I don't know if he really fits that mold. I mean, we don't fit that mold. We don't fit the mold. You break the mold. I mean, we try.
10: (laughs) (laughs) We don't fit the mold of being a tag team. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you just catch lightning in a bottle, that's all.
7: (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, it's it's 2017, and it's such a great time not just to be a professional wrestler in this business. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan because there's so many doors that are open now and so many different possibilities and things that you never thought would be possible
3: for so are many possible unexpected now. It's moments. amazing. Yeah, it's, yeah. There's been so, so many cool. moments where I'm like, I can't believe this is actually happening <laughs> in, on the WWE. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. Well, looking forward to seeing you guys wrestle uh, tomorrow night. That's going to be on the WWE Network. and uh, Streaming live, man. That's yeah. right. Can't
10: yeah. wait for it. Looking forward to seeing I'm you guys. I'm expecting
4: you guys to steal the show. I'm being honest. I'm really expecting the, at the end of the night to hear, be talking about, yo, that triple threat match was incredible. That's, That's the job. goal. You, you want to steal the show, <laughs> you yeah. want to steal the
10: weekend WrestleMania. That's what everybody Wants, it's the biggest you know? weekend of the year i mean if there's any time to do it
7: i'd say it's times now yeah right on well thank you guys
3: <laughs>
10: thank you guys, thank you guys. it's been it. a pleasure
7: appreciate man you.
3: thanks i am very excited we have renee young with us
2: Hi. and
3: uh we've already started off by geeking out about sub pop because i'm wearing <laughs> a sub pop hat yes are you a fan of uh the the, the sounds of seattle
2: oh, oh my god are you kidding me that's like that's like kind of my jam really yeah i love that stuff um i feel like that was like between, I grew up a lot like listening to uh, to more of like Britpop stuff. I was big into like Oasis and Radiohead. Remember Travis? Oh my god, yeah, like oh. like stuff like that. I was really into, and then uh, you know, obviously getting into Nirvana and Pearl mm-hmm. Jam, like, getting into those sounds. Um, yeah, I've I've always loved that kind of grungy kind of deal. So that that whole Seattle situation is definitely right up my alley.
3: Then you got to hike uh, on over with uh, Daniel Bryan and uh, Bria at some point and yeah. check out some shows oh, while oh you're in God. Seattle, yep. right? Oh,
2: I love Seattle so much that uh, we have contemplated buying a cabin up there at some point. Uh, really, like, I like love The Port
3: Townsend type of thing, we're or not, maybe a little less. Not, off not entirely grade.
2: sure. I haven't put that much thought into it yet. But every time we're in Seattle, I change my flight to stay longer. Nice. I want to kind of like hang out there as much as I possibly can. So yeah, it's it's so great between like the awesome hiking and even this is really nerdy, but I guess it's important to me. But the airport there is awesome.
3: It's gotten a lot better. A it used to not airport. be as cool, but it's awesome. At a Sub Pop store. I always I well, lose a lot of money there.
2: That, I, that's yep. what I did. So I went in there. I bought like a necklace. I bought uh, Dina T shirt. I got a sticker that's on my laptop. See, so yeah, I, I bought a bunch of stuff at that Sub Pop store. And I got they have these little booklets. I bought one that was um, you Neil know, Young Harvest Moon, where they like break oh, down all the lyrics and stuff. Okay. It was really really cool. And a lot of great seafood spots in there, which is right up my alley.
3: I know I'm a sushi freak yeah, so it's the it, you just have endless supply <laughs> between crab and sushi it's like okay, yeah it's, I'm in Nir- it's awesome not too bad pun but I'm in nirvana right now yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. if I show up early to the airport and I'll be able to hang out and enjoy myself
3: I noticed like we uh, had opportunities in the past to talk with Bray Wyatt and his love for Rage Against the Machine uh, Baron Corbin's come on a show before and we've talked we've geeked out about bands like highly suspect and uh, and, and he said that like he loves hanging out with Corey Graves because they share similar yeah. tastes do you have like a music concert buddy or like or even like maybe like Dean is, is does he have similar to Taste as you or we
2: don't. We re- don't have similar taste in music. Like really, not not that we don't, but we sometimes have to battle over who's playing the music because i into. I have much better musical taste than he does, <laughs> um, and it's fine. He's learning. Is he but like he's, a
3: Taylor Swift guy or something? Oh no, no,
2: no. no. <laughs> he if he talks about anything like new school country, he hates it. Except he like he likes Chris Stapleton a lot. Yeah. Uh, but he is really into like old school country, like Willie Nelson and Hank. Like he's really into that stuff. Where I'm more. Um, I mean, I really like Neil Young. We can kind of join up on that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I got Renee Young from Neil Young. Um, oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I kind of bounce. Yeah, like I said, I'm, like, big into radio. I love, like, White Stripes. Mm-hmm. I really love Jenny Lewis. Um, yeah. She's really great. But we pop out and go to some cool concerts. We've been lucky to see some cool bands. We got to see, um, I was going to say them, Crooked Vultures, but no, it was... Um, uh, Queens of Stone Age Kings of Stone Age that was oh. one of the first concerts we saw together uh, and it was unreal Moabites to Paralyze oh is one my, of
3: my all time favorite it was records. unreal I
2: actually got to see them Crooked Vultures as well but it was mm-hmm. in Toronto and seeing just seeing them kind of do their thing was unreal and I've never been able to see Dave Grohl with Foo Fighters so to see him just there drumming at least was really awesome
3: oh yeah chance to see Dave back in his oh natural God. habitat So I
2: was supposed to see him before um, I went to go see Bob Dylan and Foo Fighters were opening for Bob Dylan acoustic I missed it, and I got stuck in traffic. I've never lived that down. Never lived it down. I I bounce all over the map with music. I'm all over the place. I think I just kind of like good music. What was the last show that
3: blew your mind that you were at?
2: Um, I would say, uh, obviously, Prince. Um in white stripes. White stripes will always be one of my favorite shows. And also Green Day Live they're is unreal. So they're actually playing in Vegas next week, but we're going on a vacation. We never go on vacation. We're like getting out of town. Uh, so I was like, damn, he's never seen Green Day, and I really want him to see it because they just put on such they put on a clinic, man. They're so good.
3: I've seen them like ten times, and I'll never not go see them. Nope. You know what I mean? Like it's like, like, oh okay. And they do a lot of the same things they do every show, point kids up, but it's done so well, it doesn't it's matter. If you've seen it a million times. I think
2: between seeing them and yeah, like when I saw white stripes and was able to see I've, I've seen white stripes and i've seen the rock contours and i've seen dead weather yep. but to be able to see white stripes in their element just as jack and meg white mm-hmm. it was, i felt like it was like me seeing elvis like i will never forget how captivating that. he was like i do you couldn't take your eyes off him and he's he's just this like he's got like that aura that they, people talk about that with prince all the time he's yep. got this star power aura thing about him um but yeah the only the only people that I've never been able to see that I've always wanted to see is Radiohead. Other than that, I've been really lucky and I've been able to see all of, like my favorites.
3: Radio- I saw Radiohead once. <laughs> so I decided a bunch of us we went some at the Gorge, which I don't. If you ever have a chance in the summer and you're in the Northwest, it's a little bit of a drive. It's okay. about five hours, but it's on par. I've never been to Red Rocks, but some view it Oh, better. is it like an
2: outdoor amphitheater? Yes. Oh, And the backdrop cool. is just
3: a beautiful mountain. You have the oh, Columbia man. river. It's like, you don't even need to like the band that's playing. Yeah. So, so we went, to so Radiohead, it was, I was a little bit younger and a little bit dumber, and we were like, yeah, it's going to be <laughs> awesome. And so someone made a bunch of pot cookies. Uh-oh. And I'm like, I'm in. Let's go. And <laughs> they so do I, 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 a
2: huge guitar solo. You're like, what's happening?
3: <laughs> so I <laughs> hit it, and I'm like, this is before nowadays, everything, like, you know how much P- Sure. It. So at that time, I no or idea. Or so I've heard. Right, yeah, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I eat it. I'm watching the show, and of course they're mind blowing. And I'm like, and I remember I was with a, a girl at the time that I was like really interested in. And I was like, this is gonna be an awesome night, her and I. And then I passed out.
2: No, you did you miss it?
3: What I remember, <laughs> I, I saw like three or four songs, and the next thing I remember is four dudes carrying me to the first aid tent while she is crying because she thought I died. And I'm no. like, well, this you is not going to go up. Well. Then we go back to the campsite, and there was a big windstorm, and our tent flew away, so then we couldn't even stay in the same tent. We oh. had, it was just like, it was never meant you to be. You guys
2: were not meant no. to be. The universe is pulling you apart.
3: But that was my Radiohead experience. Like, um, so, I got to see a couple songs.
2: Yeah, because I've never seen them, but they're playing Coachella this year, and I've never gone to Coachella. I actually I don't really like festivals that much. That it's, one seems a little much. It's definitely a little much. And mm-hmm. I thought about going just to see Radiohead, but... I just don't know if I'd even like to see it in that environment. It might not be what I want to see, but
3: yeah. Yeah. But I mean, sometimes it's worth it. I oh, mean, yeah, totally. Right.
2: Just be able to check it off your list of being able to see somebody. But yeah, I've been, to my well, my dad's a concert promoter, so I grew up very lucky that I've, wow. I like grew up seeing concerts. So you probably don't know
3: even how many concerts you've seen.
2: Oh, I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. Couldn't even mm-hmm. tell you. No, I, like my time spent with my dad was backstage at concerts, uh,
3: doesn't it blow your mind when you meet someone and they're like, I've never been to a concert, and they're like in their 30s? How do you
2: live? <laughs> right. I don't understand. And like, I, I, you know, you can go, I've definitely had like mediocre experiences at concerts, mm-hmm. but if you're able to go somewhere and like see someone you really love, like I've been able to see Oasis, but it was just Noel Gallagher doing all acoustic B-sides. hmm Unreal. Like that stuff makes you, like that, that's what fuels going to concerts is being able to have those moments where you're like, I had a moment with all these people in this one room, and like that's the cool part about it
3: and now here we are Wrestlemania is just a couple of, and that's like the ultimate rock show of yes. wrestling I mean just from the, yeah. the loud music and all that it's
2: the ultimate so it's funny like I just said my dad's a concert promoter but this is his first time coming down he's like I just want to see the production I want to get back there and I want to see mm-hmm. how you guys do everything because it is it's the biggest Thing that you could really be a part of. I mean, between between us and I guess like the Super Bowl, yeah. it's like we put on such a giant show, and there's so many different moving parts to it. And when you see everybody behind the scenes that are able to put that stuff together, it's like it's the most talented people.
3: It's got to be I mean, overwhelming at first, like and and oh, I love yeah. like I listen like you know I end know Sam Roberts and Peter Rosenberg, and they've talked very fondly of you being a major part, like you know because they've had a great opportunity to be a part of the WWE no, and appreciate it's, it's awesome, and and they all just glowingly talk about. How you made them feel more comfortable? Oh, I love that. Is that something that because when you first started, that, like it was just so overwhelming that you know what's going on in their heads? Um,
2: well, I think you know they know what they're doing is a thing. It's <laughs> like they don't—they didn't need me to hold their hand or need anything like that. But I know—I just know what it's like when you're coming into a new place and you're feeling this pressure. And I don't like being put under pressure when I'm performing. <laughs> and I want someone to just feel like we're all just hanging out. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, so if there's any way that I can kind of create that energy for everybody. I just think it's better for everyone all around to just feel natural and, and good in their spot. Cause that's when you can kind of shine the most
3: and everything you're doing is just as a wrestling fan. I love you know, talking smack and the pre-shows and, and just thanks for bringing such an awesome vibe to everything that the WWE puts out Thank and uh, I appreciate it. And I, uh, what match are you most excited to see before I let you go?
2: Intercontinental title. Yo, oh, Dean duh. Ambrose, Baron Corbin. I wonder why. Well, I know, right? A little vested <laughs> interest. Gonna win? <laughs> and bros, and bros. <laughs> Renee Young,
3: thank you so much Thanks for hanging guys. out with us. Thanks. We are here with Miz and Maurice. How are you guys doing?
5: I'm doing great, man. I mean, WrestleMania season is here. We have a whole week in Orlando. I mean, today is Access, Hall of Fame, tomorrow you got, uh, you know, the, the NXT TakeOver, and then Sunday, WrestleMania 33. It's I- going to be huge.
3: I cannot wait to see what you guys do in the ring. The, the build up for Wrestlemania. I can't
5: is- wait to see it either because I have no idea what's going to happen. It's going to be <laughs> insane. Like you want a reality show? You want drama? You it's going to are- be there. It's going to be a huge just yeah. no idea what's going to happen.
3: You, I mean you guys have just been just completely just dominating on television. Everything that you guys have been doing has just <laughs> been you. super powerful. But and- it's
0: been very easy as well. Yeah. We were just telling the truth. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I remember a while back when it was SummerSlam we were doing a radio row and I remember having a chance to speak with you and I was like it would be awesome if, if Maurice could be with you out there and, and you just had a big smile on your face like yeah how great does this feel that finally this is happening and and, and it's just gone to a whole nother level I, I mean, know
0: right last, yeah. week, last, week, last year came back at the same time for Monday Night Raw at the Wrestlemania and that's when you, you won the uh, Intercontinental Championship that was a big night mm-hmm. huge for both of us but this <laughs> this year, it's completely phenomenal mm-hmm. because we're husband and wife, and we get to stand together in the ring. We're tagging together. Think about it at WrestleMania, me and my husband. Yeah, that
5: doesn't it, happen. That's not. That doesn't happen. It's and like a it's like a dream come true. Like for the past year, I feel like my career has soared, mm-hmm. and it's all because I get to have her by my side. She gives me a whole new confidence, and now being able to to share the ring with the woman I love the most, it's going to be incredible. And it's just fun. And it's like something that like we'll be able to tell our kids about, you know, that's, that's just, that's that. Doesn't happen.
3: I, remember, like, I went to Hawaii with my wife. We went on a helicopter thing. I'm like, this is so awesome. We are just we're living it up. And yeah. and I thought that, that was, in was in front cool. of ninety thousand
5: no, people. You was guys it? are gonna
3: walk down a ramp in front of ninety thousand people and, and millions and millions and, watching. And, right, and then put on what everybody. I mean, I am so pumped for the match because I know it's just gonna be straight fire. How I many mean,
5: matches? What matches are you really uh, excited about?
3: Yours and uh, Kevin Owens and uh, and Jericho. Yeah, yeah. I think that's gonna be great. But I, awesome.
5: I, I just love how what, it's you, funny that you're, you're really excited about a mixed tag team match. That's It's not the norm, is it?
3: So, on paper, before how you guys have built it up, leading up to it, I would have thought, all right, you know, I get it, but... The way you guys have built it up, it's like you've invested. We're all invested. We invested
5: everything. You did. We we went all or nothing.
3: And it's been great.
5: And uh, yeah, and it's going to be a match. My it's going to be something about, to be remembered.
3: I don't remember a build up to a WrestleMania match better than this. Well, thank you. And, thank and you. Maybe the last time when you and in, in Cena. I mean, yeah. I, I just been such a I'm, I'm a huge Miz fan and thank fan you. of yours as well. So to see you guys together and to see what you're doing with WrestleMania. Can't wait for Sunday. Yeah,
5: thank I can't you. wait either. It's it's, gonna, it's something it's, to be it's remembered. It's
0: been real, and it's gonna keep getting. That's the real.
5: that's 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 the weird part about it. Like when you when you blur the lines of reality, and there's a real kind of in in the deep seeds of you. You're yeah. just there's there's something there that's just more it than looks anything like you guys else. Really wanted to hurt. Yeah, each other it's, it's uh, that's why yeah. Sunday's gonna be interesting. Well, so, thank you guys. And I can't thank you, you very said. much. Have a thank good time. You so All right. Much. Thank Have you. A, have a great WrestleMania week!
3: All right, well that concludes our WrestleMania Radio Row experience. AJ, thank you, man. Yeah, this has
4: been dope for me. Just as dope for me as it has been for you. Oh man, this has been
3: unbelievable. Just huge marks. And we're just here, just BSing, like having random fishing stories with Samoa Joe, and uh, hearing great stories about Vegas from Corey Graves, and oh man, Carmella's stories. from me. all the right ra- dude. I, that's what I love about doing these, man. It's just like you get to see like a, another side of guys that we love and ladies that we love watching. I will
4: never be able to get that visual of Samoa Joe trying to get away from a shark out
3: of my head. And I'll never get the visual of you drinking Cava with Bill Belichick <laughs> of this New England Patriots out of my head.
4: I want to drink Cava with Bill Belichick. That was, yeah. I mean, it's probably top five experiences on human history. I mean, on recorded history. Dude, that was like, I was like, I didn't want to like sidetrack. Uh, especially when you consider the fact that I knew that I, I like, when he walked in and we were drinking, sitting around, uh-huh. I knew I was fired. Yeah. I knew it. I was like, oh my God, this is the worst When you hear is, these I'm stories. I'm a rookie. Yeah. I'm a rookie. I'm a rookie. I'm all these other guys around me are are seven, eight, nine years in. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna be the one that gets the the brunt of this one. This is going to suck. And those just like, eh, yeah, you're the example. Okay. You thought you're yeah, yeah. gonna set the example.
3: All right, we got to set an example. We can't tolerate this. AJ, good luck to yeah. you, man. We're we're gonna Better have to like next right. Next right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe another team will pick you <laughs> yes. up. <to> take care. <laughs> no, it's been awesome, man. I, I, I can't wait. Again, Sunday, WWE's WrestleMania. Watch it on the network. Uh, only nine ninety nine, but free uh, for the first month. Absolutely, and, scot-free. And, and, and make sure you watch NXT as well. See, uh, DIY, uh, tear it up. Uh, I'm hoping that, that they're gonna match is going
4: to I'm, I'm predicting that now that match will steal the show and possibly the it's
3: just, it's so surreal, like we're looking out, you know, in addition to the interviews that we're doing, we're seeing like the foreign press, and there's like Cesaro, and Sheamus, and God. Shinsuke Nakamura. I want to, I hope we can get a picture with Nakamura before
4: we leave. Uh, true story, I, on um, um, UFC 2, the game, uh-huh. uh, I created Shinsuke Nakamura as my, as my creative fighter, and he's currently 28-0, and a light heavyweight, and heavyweight champion. a not lie, kind of so he's... He probably picked the long sport is what I'm missing. You should have five years. <laughs> well, uh, hey, how can people uh, reach out to you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at a, at Sports um, on Instagram at first school sports. Um, and you can also be on the lookout. You know, what I'm saying, I got an album coming out in, I in this know. summer. It's gonna be crazy. And I'm hearing, I'm it's, trying to get on 999. You know, what I'm saying, you but gotta like, throw some guitars on that hip hop. Oh, you know, what I'm saying, I got some guitars. I got some riffs on that. Job, Bro, you know, what I'm saying when you get it, send it to me. We'll play
3: it on the cast for oh, sure. Yes, please. we'll blow it up on this on please, in Seattle. Please. Absolutely. Uh, man, and, and and once we're done with this, we're going back to your house and take a nap.
4: <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, And um, hopefully wake up from it. because <laughs>
3: Yeah, we got, we got stuff to do tonight. Yeah, yeah sure. We got partying to do. This has been a great time. Uh, thank you, AJ. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can find us uh, on Twitter at The Mixcast. And uh, we'll be sure to post a bunch of pictures. And uh, go to the Facebook group also. Just type in The Mixcast. Uh, we'll try and pop some pictures up there. And uh, uh, hopefully we'll get to do this again next year. Yeah,
4: it'll be awesome. In New Orleans.
3: I don't know if we'll make it I was it there alive. for thirty.
4: I was there for thirty. I and know summer, it's gonna be crazy. And I'm hearing I'm it's trying to get on ninety You know what I'm saying? You gotta like, throw some
3: guitars on that. hip oh, I got piece. some. You
4: know what I'm saying? I got some guitars. I got some riffs on that. Job, Bro, you know what I'm saying? When
3: you get it, send it to me. We'll play it on the mixcast for oh, sure. Yes, please. we'll blow it up on this on the, in Seattle. Please. Absolutely. Uh, man, and, and, and once we're done with this, we'll go back to your house and take a nap. <laughs> oh,
4: for sure. Yeah. And um, hopefully we wake up from it. Because
3: <laughs> yeah, guess we got stuff to do tonight. Yeah, yeah, we got partying to do. This has been a great time. Uh, thank you, AJ. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can find us uh, on Twitter at The Mixcast, Cast. And uh, we'll be sure to post a bunch of pictures. And uh, go to the Facebook group also. Just type in The Mixcast. Cast. Uh, we'll try and pop some pictures up there. And uh, right, hopefully we'll get to do this again next year. Yeah, we'll be awesome. In New Orleans. I don't know if we got going to I was there lie. for 30.
4: I was there for 30. Yeah. It's different. It was me and Aaron, um, um my co-host John. Uh, He's the worst. He is absolutely the worst. Oh and uh <laughs> it was just a it was a weird but incredible experience. Burton Street is unlike any other place in the world.
3: I call it the dive bar version of Vegas.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It's really it's it's Vegas dive bars for about a mile. Yeah. And,
3: uh, it's like was, Vegas on a bender. Yeah, and horse poop everywhere. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and the sweet smell of vomit in the morning.
4: Yeah.
10: <laughs> All right, we're out of here. Thank you guys for listening. And as always, stay positive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.